Chapter 2 Starting a Career and a Family Father's Grammar Lessons The Making of a CA Chartered Accountant Here I reveal myself in humor and lightheartedness about getting cold feet before an important exam Lessons that I learned through this experience left a deep impact on me Exams are synonymous to challenges in real life they had to be faced the fear has to be conquered and overcome this chapter will possibly clear misconceptions about the education of ministers ministers were students too once upon a time and equally afraid of writing exams my father was a great teacher to me he inspired me in many ways he was a good muslim practicing muslim although he had a relatively little theoretical religious knowledge as a trader he tried to practice the islamic ethics of honesty He was careful in the measurement of the goods that he sold to customers. He did not exploit people who worked with him or for him. Today, years after he left this world, he remains a legendary figure in my hometown of Kiarpet. He is fondly remembered as Khasim Mestru and I am known as Khasim Mestru's son. My father was not a graduate. He had studied till lower secondary level, yet he was very keen that his children go in for higher education. He was very particular about correct English grammar. While I was at college in Mysore, I used to write letters to him in English, and he would point out grammatical errors made by me and tell me to be mindful of them when I write to him the next time. When I would come home for holidays, he would spend time teaching me the rules of English grammar. After completing my BCom, I had two options: either to pursue an MCom. or to take up a course in chartered accountancy this was way back in 1959 for some reason i decided to pursue ca i went to bangalore to find out more about the ca course i was new to bangalore i had no acquaintance there except my hostel friend mr mehboob ali khan i took mr mehboob ali khan's help and went to meet several chartered accountants but i was disappointed that there was no vacancy available So I gave up on meeting any big CA firms but Mr Mehboob Ali Khan suggested that we make an effort to meet Mr SR Mandre we went in search of office of Mr SR Mandre which was in Gandhinagar suddenly it started raining heavily we took shelter under a roof of a house as i stood there i looked up and noticed a signboard displaying the name SR Mandre and company there it was it was the office of none other than the well known chartered accountant Mr Sham Ram Mandre popularly known as SR Mandre who had qualified from london he was also the founder principal of the famous ram narayan chalaram college in bangalore god had led us to the right place and at the right time too we went mr mandre called us inside we went inside called us inside his cabin and we spoke to him about my plans to pursue ca as a career i do not know what he saw in me but he went inside and brought an audit pencil and gave it to me asked me to go to the south parade those days mahatma gandhi road MG Road was called South Parade. He had asked me to go to South Parade branch of Bank of Mysore, where his auditing team was working, and join them. I was delighted. God had destined that I should be a CA, and provided me with an opportunity when I had totally lost the hope of becoming one. After I joined the CA course, Mahbub Ali Khan introduced me to Mr. A K Abdul Samad. who hailed from leading business family from ramnagram with uh, strong political connections mr abdul samad and mr mahboob ali khan were studying law at 
the government law college as i needed a place in bangalore to stay to do my ca course they joined me in renting out an apartment near ryan road off mysore road for a sum of uh, 60 rupees per month the ca course is not at all easy it demands it demands full attention and hard work while studying for ca course one has to work under a chartered accountant as a clerk and during my articleship i had very good opportunities to learn the intricacies of auditing mr mandre encouraged his assistants to make independent decisions which normally ca firms entrust only to seniors this freedom given by mr mandre to his assistants built confidence in young people like me i used to go to different companies for auditing including coffee estates manufacturers banks etc it was very meaningful learning experience after the first two years of ca course one has to take a mandatory intermediate exam i toiled very hard i worked very hard and passed the examination in first attempt this was possible because uh, just before the final exam i went to chennai then it was called madras to attend the coaching classes conducted by the institute of chartered accountants of india i stayed in madras for almost 3 months without any friends this helped me focus and concentrate on my studies when i was writing the final ca exam in bangalore i had completed the first group and the two papers of the second group i felt that i had not done well in the second paper in the second group i was given to understand by other students who had attempted that paper that the answers i had written might not be correct i might not be able to pass the second group i was dejected and disappointed i lost hope and decided to skip the last paper that evening i told my friend mr mehboob ali khan that uh, i had not done well and that i would skip the last paper he advised me not to do that he stayed overnight with me to make sure that i prepared for the exam and attended the exam the following day this was a major turning point in my life when the final results of the ca exam were announced i could not believe it i had passed both the groups it is very rare as very few students get through the exam in the very first attempt in both the groups god had now fulfilled my desire of being a chartered accountant i was the first muslim in karnataka to pass the coveted chartered accountant examination i became the first muslim chartered accountant in karnataka this was way back in 1964 i had several options before me i approached mr mandre for his advice he offered me to join him as a partner it was a great honor it was a great honor to be a partner of this reputed ca firm after consulting my father i accepted mr mandre's kind offer and joined sr mandre and company as a partner in march 1964 and set up a new branch of the company on infantry road in the heart of bangalore to build a new office i had to struggle i bought a new java motorcycle for 3700 rupees which was a huge sum in those days guess what the petrol price was then 80 paisa per liter yes it's unbelievable how life and the prices of things have changed since then life as a family man the empowered women in family becoming grandparent to 10 bubbly kids mr mehboob ali khan my roommate and close friend nurtured a desire that i should marry his niece aisha one day he suggested his intention to me Aisha was very young at that time she was just 15 years old but Mehboob Ali Khan was very keen that the marriage should take place as early as possible 
I was indebted to Mehboob Ali Khan because of his insistence that I attend the last paper for the CA exam. It was due to his persuasion I could complete my exams and become a chartered accountant. I told him I would marry any girl he suggested. I conveyed Mehboob Ali Khan's suggestion to my elder sister who was my confidant and in turn she persuaded my parents to consent to this alliance as it was my choice my parents agreed. This is how Aisha, Aliyah's Mumtaz and I were brought together into a marital bliss. I had agreed to this proposal because of my moral obligation to my friend Mr. Mehboob Ali Khan. Today, I can say with full confidence that it was one of the best decisions of my life. Aisha and I are meant for each other and have been happy together for over 54 years by Allah's mercy. I would like to recall here how destiny plays its role in one's life. I had come to Bangalore to collect funds by selling calendars for Muslim boys of the Mysore Muslim Hostel along with uh, Mehboob Ali Khan. Mehboob Ali Khan took me to his sister's place to stay that night. Some children were sleeping in the hall. <laughs> Little did I know that uh, one of them would be my life partner. Aisha and I got married on November 8, 1964. Grand arrangements were made for the wedding. But it turned out to be a rainy day and it poured heavily. The venue of the wedding was shifted to a mosque. The marriage took place in a house of God Almighty and His blessings further strengthen my faith in Him. Whatever happens is for the good and is designed by the Almighty. My wife hails from a very well-known and established business family in Bangalore. Her grandfather, Alhaj H. Muhammad Khan, was a far-sighted businessman. He established a leading business, the National Beauty Factory, and City Tobacco Mart. Apart from being a successful businessman, he was also a great philanthropist. The house he built in Motinagar was among the best buildings of Bangalore at that time. My father-in-law, Nazir Muhammad Khan, was a multifaceted personality who loved classical music. He was influenced by Sufism and was therefore an epitome of love and kindness. He was very close to some famous musicians of that time, like the classical vocalist Ustad Bade Ghulam Ali Khan, the sitar exponent Ravi Shankar and the Shehnai master Bharat Ratna Ustad Bismillah Khan. They used to visit his house and I had the opportunity of meeting them. My wife Aisha was brought up in great comfort in the lap of luxury. Yet, she married me. She adapted to my humble and modest lifestyle with ease and was comfortable in my one-room flat. Later, when we became parents, my career took a huge leap forward and I was completely caught up with my profession and various other activities. As a young mother, she did a superb job of parenting and educating all our children with love. In the beginning of my career, I was struggling to establish myself. My initial years of uh, CA practice were very difficult. I had no time to take care of uh, the schooling of our children. My wife managed all that by herself. She never lapsed in her responsibilities as mother and wife. A strong and caring woman is the very foundation of a family. I am really blessed that Aisha plays that role to perfection in our extended family. She is thoughtful about involving everyone in family gatherings and celebrations. These gestures really weave through the family fabric and make for a beautiful and blissful family life. As I grow older, I appreciate all these things that uh, perhaps as a young man, I was too preoccupied to notice. My wife's sacrifices kept me away from domestic problems. Aisha is loved and respected by everyone in our family. She has been a source of support and comfort to me all through the ups and downs of my life. She never complained or lost hope when storms struck us. 
she is very charitable and supports a number of poor girls and boys by meeting their educational expenses she earmarks much of her income for poor patients in various hospitals to see that i should be fit and healthy she serves me delicious and nutritious food but at the same time she chides me when she sees me reaching for an extra piece of uh, decadent indulgence children are one of the greatest blessings and rewards in the life of parents they are most precious and most beautiful gifts from allah one of the happiest moments for me was when my daughters anjum and adiba were born i still remember the immense joy of holding them in my arms for the first time aisha and i felt very blessed shanaz anjum my eldest daughter is very strong intelligent and responsible woman i'm so happy that she has grown up empowered and has remarkable qualities of compassion she has established a school greenbell high school in rural bangalore providing much needed quality education to the needy and rural children anjum is married to ayub my eldest son in law who is a businessman and an interior designer she is blessed with two sons wasim and mustaba who are well educated we were doubly blessed when my second daughter adiba was born she added sparkle to my life she is very loving affectionate and warm and plays the role of a perfect homemaker she is married to shabir who is a ca by profession blessed with two sons zoheb and umar and both are well educated before i realized my daughters grew up and got married so now i make up for the time i miss spending with them when they were children i long for their visits to my house i look forward to spending quality time with them as they truly say daughters will remain daughters for a lifetime allah has blessed me with three sons who are my pillars of support and strength my eldest son maksud is very hard working and generous and is my sounding board he calms me in stressful situations while he comes across as a serious person to many he in fact has a very soft heart that only those close to him get a chance to experience in my struggle in life he has been a pillar of support to me particularly at a time when i was undergoing the worst period of my life when my friends turned foes and i became a victim of extreme jealousy and i was harassed by legal cases he fought back without him i would have been a broken person he has reinforced my support of helping others particularly my family he has been blessed with two sons mohammed akib and arzan My second son Mansoor is very enterprising and charming. He is interested in politics and works very keenly towards following his political dreams. His spark of intelligence adds more value to our educational institutions. Interestingly, I find in him the desire to continue my political legacy. He has been blessed with two sons, Ayan and Arhan. My third son Masood is a doctor by profession and is caring and protective. God has blessed his hands with Shifa as a doctor. Shifa cure his presence ensures that aisha's and my medical needs are met on time and is a great support to the family he has been blessed with two daughters iman zara and aira zoya when i was in primary school in sindagatta i observed a very interesting example of female entrepreneurship the women of the village had developed a unique craft of making silk thread they would get raw silk and make reels of fine silk thread of dazzling colors with their hands it displayed not just the creativity of the village women but also portrayed their strength and potential of being strong influencers of the community this left a lasting impression on my mind and i continue to see that in my family where the ladies are very enterprising talented and strong decision makers who strike the right balance between family and career
My daughters-in-law are very enterprising, talented and strong women in their own right. I'm glad that they are decision makers in their homes. My first daughter-in-law, Shazia, pursued her dreams and gained national recognition when she won the first runner-up position in popular television show MasterChef India Season 2 on Star Plus Channel. Her insatiable love and passion for food didn't just end there. She went ahead and opened a culinary school, the cooking studio where she spreads her love for cooking. She is an example that hard work and determination can turn your passion into your identity. My second daughter-in-law, Tasbia, has shown a streak of entrepreneurship by being actively involved in our educational institutes, the School of India, lending her moral support and guidance to teachers always. Tasbia strikes the perfect balance managing her home, the kids, and the schoolwork. My third daughter-in-law, Tarannum, is an MBA from New York and is very creative and enterprising. My daughters Shanaz Anjum and Adiba Tabassum spend as much time as they can with me as I get ahead in years. Their visits to my house bring great happiness to me. All my children are settled in Bangalore and we are a close-knit family. All my children have grown up to be wonderful individuals which gives me immense pride. Aisha and I are doting grandparents to 10 grandchildren who give me a whole new perception of life. They are a reason for me to laugh, smile and want to live life all over again. the pleasure of seeing your children growing up to be well balanced mature adults and then becoming parents themselves completes the circle of life my ambition was to be a chartered accountant for over 14 years from 1964 to 1978 that is what i was i enjoyed the profession immensely it was only when i plunged into active politics in 1978 when i became a member of legislative council in karnataka that i gradually gave it up as i could not do justice to the profession every profession has its code of ethics if its rules regulation and ethics are abided by me it becomes easy to handle the demands of job and one earns the trust of the public the ca profession is one such profession where one needs to earn and enjoy the trust of people throughout my career as a ca i followed the ethics and principles that should be followed by every single ca the path was not easy and i had to face many challenges in life if an individual follows certain ethics whether it is professional ethics or religious ethics or whatever such a person faces difficulties and problems although financially i was not comfortable my work as a ca gave me satisfaction i was happy and grateful to god for whatever earnings i got from the job during my practice as a ca i was not able to build my own house or even own a plot of land in bangalore because i could not afford it but god opened the doors for me and made things easy for me i had a client and a well-wisher in the form of uh, mr humayun mirza padmashri awardee and uh, and the son of the former diwan of mysore i'm sure you know him the legend sir mirza ismail who was a board member of the bangalore city improvement trust board citb many many income tax officials and other people used to approach me with uh, request for recommending their names to mr mirza for allotment of sites through citb i helped many people this way and uh, recommended their names One day, Mr. Mirza himself mentioned to me that uh, I was recommending so many people for the site allotment, but did I own a site or a house myself? I said to him that uh, I had no site or a house of my own as I could not afford it. Mr. Mirza was surprised. This good-hearted man said that I should also own a house in a posh locality like uh, like Palace Orchards in Bangalore. I told him I could not afford to construct a house. 
in such an area if he was keen maybe a small site in jainagar would be suitable he immediately set off on the task searching for a vacant site in jainagar he selected a site 50 by 40 square feet and got it allotted to me within a month this was in 1970 i must confess that uh, although the earning from my profession as a ca was modest there was a lot of barkat or goodness and and blessing in the money i earned this helped me so much that slowly brick by brick i began construction of a modest house on the site in jainagar that was allotted to me the cost of the site was rupees 4900 and the whole construction cost was about rupees 90000 on a built up area of 2000 square feet today by god's grace i am living in the same house since past 45 years which i cherish abundantly as it was something that god helped me make with my own hard earned earnings today i can construct and live in a mansion i'm more comfortable in a house which has memories of my struggle and achievements and makes me humble is there not a saying that uh, one's first love is hard to forget my wife may feel a wee bit jealous when i say this but i really loved my job as ca it was sort of my first love and although i entered politics in 1978 leaving aside my ca career my fond memories of my career as ca remained with me always i didn't emotionally or mentally delink myself from a passion for chartered accountancy i would like to stress that one should not forget one's roots and also one's first job as that is really what places the foundation of one's future i remain loyal to my profession and to my alma mater the institute of chartered accountants of india whatever success i achieved as a ca was because of the confidence the profession gave me and for all that the institute of chartered accountants of india is responsible i really feel happy and proud to be called a ca a chartered accountant when i was in active practice i was active in the institute's elective politics i won the elected post as a member of a regional council of chartered accountants of india and went on to become a treasurer of the regional council even though i distanced myself from the profession when i became active in politics i constantly kept in touch with the institute of chartered accountants of india and the institute also respected my political journey and built hopes on me as a representative to voice their views in the portals of government and parliament I also had the honor of addressing the Central Council of Institute of Chartered Accountants several times. I worked for the rights of chartered accountants in the parliament and in the government too. I regularly participated in seminars and conferences organized by the Institute of Chartered Accountants of India at the regional, national and international levels. The institute also provided me an opportunity to attend and address the World Congress of Accountants in Istanbul in the year 2006-2007 where the Deputy Prime Minister of Turkey Mr Abdul Latif Sena was also present. I received much love, affection and respect from my fellow CAs. I was the first recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award by the Institute of the Chartered Accountants of India for outstanding contribution to the profession. The profession gave me the confidence, analytical mind to be alert, organized and systematic in every work that I take up. I give full credit to my profession as a CA for molding me into a confident, careful, cautious and more than anything else, a humble human being. I feel very happy when I tell people that I began my working career as a CA as this profession was not only my bread and butter but also was the jam to my soul.